Hello, and welcome back to Patrick's Green Tea Podcast. I felt inspired this week to release another episode right after the previous one. I'm hoping to release on a more frequent schedule, but I won't make any promises. I take a lot of pictures during the recording of this episode. You can find them at patrickscreentea.com under Pages, then Supplements. Feel free to email me your spin on the Patrick Screen Tea theme song, and you'll have a chance to be featured in a future podcast episode. The show's email address is patrickscreentea at gmail.com. That's it, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello. It's, it's been a while. It's like, uh, you know, walking by some uh, cool locations with a lot of, uh, you know, security <laughs> and people that I literally just walked by the other direction when I was going the other direction. Walked by the uh, halal cart where I got my first, uh, my first cart um, falafel sandwich. So that's exciting. Right now I'm going to uh, the Columbia campus. It's a bit of a shaky intro because <laughs> there were people standing around. Now we're going through like some loud parts of the the, the neighborhood, but I promise we'll be in some quiet soon um i walked through one little area of columbia university but i'm going to try to see as much as i can i want to see if there's like a uh, a part to the north of the library my gps is telling me there is but anyway hi ho i'm in new york for the first time smoking legally like completely legally um that's just wild to me. It didn't feel super special, mainly because my like cart ran out in the middle of it, or it just became really hard to like uh, to get smoke from. I had to like I just suck like uh, I just suck like I you know was dating a dude on and off again um, and wanted <laughs> wanted him to like uh, stay with me. So I'm like sucking for my life. It's a very long, um, dr- uh, even not drawn out, definitely elaborate gay fantasy for some reason, even though I'm not, <laughs> I don't know. There's not many things you really suck for that kind of, um, as a straight guy, you know? I mean, there's some that you, some stuff you do, but, uh. We're getting way off topic already. So I think this is the same spot where I just was before. It's right in front of the library. I thought there was a spot behind the library, but apparently the map is all messed up. Either way, this is a cool spot. I think I'm just gonna park here and eat my falafel and get back to you guys. Yeah, this is a gorgeous, gorgeous little area. Apparently there's a sundial somewhere, but I don't see it. There's a tent set up, maybe for the graduation, maybe for some other thing. Um, all the gates and stuff on the marble remind me of the time I met the Psychonaut recruiter 
which I mentioned in the previous episode. We met in front of the uh, New York Public Library. But, uh, isn't this so wild? I want, I want to, you know, finish up my college years like I'm actually, I give it a proper send-off conclusion, at least. Maybe not a send-off, but just end it right. <laughs> There's a fountain nearby. Um, yeah, this is pretty, I've always wanted to do this. I never thought that uh, I wouldn't have the chance, so I'm really trying to live it up. Go to Columbia and just sort of visit and see what there is around. It's pretty cool. I think there's a dorm building with all these different kinds of lights. Like purple and red and green. I like that. People are really color friendly with their lighting. I'm going to take a picture. Yeah, it's like a dorm building or something. Anyway, how have you guys been? Personally, I've been improving a lot in terms of uh, just my mood, I think. Even just the past few days have been pretty rough with two major projects, film projects back to back, <clears throat> happening simultaneously. So pretty soon there will be three maybe, but anyway. Hopefully it's not too bad. Either way, the, the vaccine rolling out is just such a relief. Even though they keep saying to wear masks anyway, like, ho I hope at a certain percentage that, like, the powers that be decide is appropriate. We can actually go back to not wearing masks. Or, like, as a suggestion, but not a mandatory thing. Because, like, you don't, you don't have to not wear it, you know? If you, if you if you really are concerned about um, you know loved ones or yourself, a mask is perfectly perfectly acceptable. Um, but again, I don't think it should be mandatory at a certain point. Although, to be fair, the rest of the world is not doing as well with vaccines, so maybe that's not a great idea. The rest of the world is kind of um. The United States is accelerating so far just because uh, their leadership and probably their willingness to spend money on the vaccines, but um, their ability, you know, to. And anyway, it's really... So, like, just our vaccinations won't really affect the global pandemic or the state of the pandemic in the world, um, you know. And the only way to really track, you know, if someone just if you want to be fair to your own citizens and be like okay if you're vaccinated you can do stuff you you have to have some sort of vaccine passport and then that's a whole different issue um you know it's already politicized even though it's like a private company deciding to do stuff it's not the government but i mean it should be maybe it, it should definitely be a subject of debate like people should be thinking it out um in the public discourse, you know, I'm totally fine with open debate about it. But uh, hopefully it doesn't just stall things. Because I want, I would be fine comp to compromise with that to reach any sort of uh, normal. That's a fair compromise, I think. Just you have to get vaccinated. 
Um, like there's a lot of things you have to do. You're mandated to do or have or carry in order to uh, do other things, like to drive you to driver's license, you know. And that's for your safety and for all this other stuff. Anyway, I'm going to eat my falafel. I'm going to uh, end the recording and then do a part two later. So, I don't know where I'm going to go, but I'm probably going to walk around the campus more after the falafel. But you guys will be there for it, hopefully. Um, if not, no, this is a short episode. I'm not just going to leave you hanging. Um, in case I do, though, no, because I've been known to do things like that. Uh, have a great night. Have a great day. Whatever you got ahead of you. And you can do it. <laughs> If it's positive, you can do it. If it's something negative, you can also not do it. All right, peace. I'll talk to you later. Man, Columbia is a nice place. I've been to both Columbia's now, the country and the university. Now, really, their campus is um, it's really nice. It's pretty big, considering that you know it's in the middle of Manhattan. Apparently it's the, uh, the fifth oldest university or place of higher learning in the country, which is crazy. It was made in like 1757 is when it was established. And then uh, it's the oldest place of uh, higher learning in New York. Getting kind of lost now. <laughs> Intentionally lost. Um, I'm going to go in airplane mode real quick. <laughs> Just to preserve battery. Um, one of the things I was thinking when I was walking around here is that there's so many places in just my university that I'll never really go into that I just never had any business to go into. But it's they're probably super fascinating. There's probably amazing stuff being done there, like the engineering school. I, I met one person who just was brilliant at um very practical stuff she was like trying to get a i was trying to get a printer to work and she like troubleshooted it in such a just genius way you know just the way that she thought just like i don't know i wish i could recreate it or describe it or remember like the specifics but um so that's just the engineering there's probably like you know some brilliant uh, people in all the different fields, you know? The, these universities in Manhattan, like, they they filter out pretty uh, substantially. So there's j just nothing but the best left there. And I definitely felt a little bit of an imposter syndrome, thinking, like, oh, I don't belong you know, among these people who are so into film. But, uh, you know, you got to kind of fall into it. And... Um, let it take on the, let you let your career take on the characteristics that you want for it. But anyway, <laughs> I'm definitely going a little philosophical right now. I, I, there's like a loud wind type noise that's not doesn't sound natural. I don't know. I'm heading towards it. It's getting louder. I don't know if it's just traffic or what. But anyway, there's a building revealing itself beneath this arch between two of the Columbia buildings it has like very warm yellow uh, lighting it might be a subway but it's been there for I don't know 
anyway, I've been I've been to a lot of different colleges and universities in the past year, just by passing through. Um, I guess starting with a Nebraska college or university or whatever it's called, the state university I think it is, um, in Omaha, which is, and it's like the one thing there. Um, I mean, Omaha is a city, so there's, there's probably a bunch there, but that's it for miles and miles in any direction. It's a weird place. <laughs> it's like you're so used to like, just these highways and nothing but fields on either side, and you just get to this city in the middle of nowhere. There's no skyline. It just I mean, there is one, but it's just like a very small one. You get in there and out there in like probably half an hour. I don't know if that's exaggerating or not. It was a while, but it was definitely less than, you know, a fraction of the uh, distance between that city and the previous one. There's supposed to be a sundial in around here somewhere. I think like I think I mentioned it here on the map. It's like not doesn't work. This might be it. The Camp Columbia sundial. Or GAMP. It's just like a grid, a curved grid, and there's like a metal rod sticking out. I'm going to take a picture of it because I've been taking a picture of a lot of stuff today. So welcome back to New York City. To you and to me. Um, I, I, I definitely don't regret coming over, you know, a shift of work in a place that I was totally unfamiliar with. So... I think it all worked out. It's good to know that there are benches and stuff here. Just kind of out of the way. But I like the sundial. And I like this campus. I think I'm going to just keep heading north and then head uh, south when I'm ready to leave or something. Which should be in like half an hour. Or maybe I should like, I don't know. Leave in half an hour. It's not a huge... I mean like, I'd have to look at the map real quick just to see um, how long it is to get to uh, home that's, that's something I should know New York is a beautiful city to do you know amazing things and make all these memories and uh, I definitely needed to pick me up after that last kind of disappointing shoot we uh, we did a lot of pre-production which wasn't too intense which was nice um, the sort of intensity of it was on the director who you know that wasn't that wasn't me. I was the camera slash like mate kind of producer only in in name only pretty much. Um, the only thing I really did that was a producer task was provide snacks, which Dan already had some, but it was it was like less than ten dollars of snacks. It was totally easy. I, I I could do it again for the other shoots just to be nice. The only thing is that like you know. I don't, I don't think one person even like touched the bag so maybe I, I don't know I don't know what kind of snacks she would want I would definitely ask her but I, I bought this like last minute so I didn't really have time to coordinate it too well but anyway to get home it's an hour 30 which means that I want to get home like by 11 so like 9 30 I should be driving out to get there at uh, 11 I could go a little later, you know, 
So, but like 9.30, I should start like having homeward thoughts. I definitely want to catch up with you guys about what's going on, um, what's been going on in my life. Um, along the lines of what I was talking about earlier, the, um, what is that? It's like a door that goes into um, the ground. <laughs> like the, it's, a, it's a walkway that goes into the ground. I took a picture. I'm just like obsessed with pictures today. That's a lot of abandoned bike box. Um, I don't know what I was saying. Catching up. So I have two projects that are active right now. One of them is a short film that I'm doing with the, one of the members of that band I'm doing the documentary on. But this is unrelated. This is for his class. He's doing a minor in film that he just picked up this semester. Because he's really interested in it. And he has, uh, you know, a lot to express in the film world, I think. And wants to learn more about it. He has a podcast of its own called uh, Speaker Cables. I think there's a bunch recorded right now, but only one of them is released, which is the one that he did solo. But I'm really excited to hear what he's said with his friends and stuff and how he's able to present it in an entertaining way, which he has a very good grasp on like visual editing gags um, and like comedic editing, which I, I definitely can't do. I've never, I, maybe, I, maybe I can do it, but I've never attempted it for sure. And uh, huh. anyway, I'm doing a, his short film. It was supposed to film today, but like the whole day got delayed because um, the project didn't get approved in time and he didn't want to shoot anything when it wasn't approved you know i wish that we didn't i wish that we had an earlier pre-production day that we can get it sorted out earlier but it seemed like a lot of it was last minute which i'm not going to fault him for there's a lot of reasons why that could have been and he had a really shitty day going into uh i think yesterday where his bank account got frozen so you know <laughs> i'm not gonna like I said, fall to metal. But I was happy to be there to assist in what I could and provide, you know, notes and stuff for the things that were there. Not necessarily to film, but, you know, test out some stuff. Um, now I know I don't, I need one less lens. I don't really need this one 50 milliliter, milliliter, millimeter. Um, man, this is so fun. I'm walking up to the flagpole that says love cherish defend it which sounds like looks like a uh some facebook quote you'd see with like against black and some sparkles and just a really um obtuse font center aligned but uh like you know this, that can mean anything love cherish defend it so I guess that is, it's a good quote because it could mean anything, but it's also a bad one for the same reason, you know? Presented to Columbia University by Lafayette Post. Number 140, Department of New York. Uh, I can I can barely read. Something of the Republic, Grand Army of the Republic. What's some, a place that's really fun that I, I quite enjoy is Battery Park. I should, I should write that down um, <laughs> right now before I forget. Some, I, I asked Reddit um, what the process is they go through to write songs. 
and I got some really good answers. One of them was to write stuff down immediately, otherwise you forget. And uh, I'm kind of obsessed with writing stuff down, as you could tell by my whole podcast, and just like recording thoughts. But I think it's helpful because I, I go through these eventually, and you know, I get reminded of certain things or whatever else. Uh, speaking of reminding, before I forget, uh, I have a list of stuff to do in uh, various places. The New York one is kind of, it's a long list, but I don't really know well enough about the spots individually to decide on where to go. So I've, I have a separate li mini list within the list to, um, devoted to just like a day trip. So I said Battery Park with girlfriend. <laughs> cool. It was important that I did that. Because I think that would be a very lovely day. I would say that even just the, the Staten Island Ferry would be fun. Just to go by the Statue of Liberty for free. Um, spend like two hours doing that and then just chill. Um, it's good stuff. Are there metal detectors in that thing? I remember it being kind of a shit show. Like, you really have to schedule in advance, and, you know, it's a very time-consuming thing for them to, like, get the boat on the dock and then get off and go back on. Um, but it is free. And there's a very nice view of the Statue of Liberty. Probably the best you're going to get. Um, unless you're in a boat. Man, I wonder how how far you can, how close you can leak. Yeah, <laughs> can't speak. I wonder how close you can legally get to the Statue of Liberty by boat. I wonder what the boat regulations are. I want to get like a license to to boat. What do you need? What do you even need the license for? Like just the powered thing? I don't think kayakers need a license to do anything. But then New York, the, the Hudson must be different. Because there's so much traffic. I don't know. Um, I'm just going to head down the same way I did before. South. I just passed by the library. Looking at it now from like the, the far corner of this little green. Columbia. You know, I think I'm going to remember this, uh, this whole day for, for a long time. It was like one of those days of just like I, I've been crunching out a lot of stuff. It took a while to get to, um, you know, a good place today in terms of the trip to the city because I uh, I had to pee and it was no good place to pee. Like I walked like 15 minutes to get to uh, a public restroom and it was chained off and closed so I couldn't use it. I had to walk another like 10 minutes to a uh, Starbucks, which did not have a rest, uh, restroom either. I ended up going across the street from the Starbucks and there was a, a bar that they just let me use the bathroom luckily, which was nice. I have an affable face that can get me into places like that, I guess. There's a lot of people sitting on the green, which is fun. And it's like tented off cafeteria type place but like there's no there's nothing being served it's just tables and 
foldable chairs. Man. I'm in college age. I'm still like, it's not May yet. If I was uh, enrolled to an, uh, the full extent of the four years, I would still be in school right now. But I did graduate, so I feel, <laughs> speaking of imposter syndrome, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to finish off my college years posthumously. <laughs> uh, I'll try to look at it in a positive light, which is I guess the only thing is that uh, everyone's experiencing the same thing. The whole world just went on hold while everyone else's, you know, everyone's lives kept going. So all the institutions and stuff that we relied on emotionally I guess or not relied on but just aligned ourselves with emotionally just completely shut down I would say collapsed but I think they're going to come back um, they're already still going they're hobbling along there's a lot of money in the institutions though like the universities aren't going to stop going anytime soon they're not really dependent on the economy I don't think mainly it's like uh, government funding and students being willing to pay, which there always are. Anyway, <laughs> there's a campus map, a virtual one, that is not functioning right now. It just has like a HDMI error. So we're on the street again. The Columbia Bookstore is passing by. You guys should uh, go on a pilgrimage to Columbia and just try to like retrace my whole route. Right now, there's a newspaper stand, but it's closed. Um, yeah, I, I could I could see myself coming here more often. Like I, my falafel sandwich was five dollars. I had insomnia cookies, but I didn't need to have that. And that was like I don't know, seven when I could have gotten it for three fifty or something like that. If I uh, for four, if I just got a cookie, if I got a whole cookie sandwich, <laughs> cookie ice cream sandwich, which was you know. I had the experience. It was good. I'll say I don't think I would have that um, again. Insomnia is kind of overrated. The the consistency of the cookies, you know, you can just bake cookies yourself. <sighs> I mean, if you don't want to bake them, it's it's probably more convenient. If, if you're doing a party or something, then you could bring insomnia cookies. But yeah, one time I forgot where it was something film related at NYU. A student brought in insomnia cookies a whole like box of them that was the move that's how you get your crew members to be motivated Ugh. i know before um dan brought munchkins to a uh, film set and i thought that was good maybe not super covid safe but it is what it is the I don't I don't recall having many <sighs> say in a crunch a last minute thing the snacks I decided to get were the Oreo like dipping things or just this like the filling in a cup and then these sticks of Oreo cookie that you dip into it um, in a plastic little mini container and huh. What else? I had something like semi-savory. I had a chocolate cherry Nature Valley bar, which was amazing. I love those things. The cherry makes it taste so good. Even Dan was just like, oh, this is good. And, you know, 
Because a granola bar is pretty bland, pretty boring, but that cherry, man. Shout out to that protein bar company <laughs> who's definitely not going to sponsor this, but, you know, Nature Valley, if you're listening, sponsor me, please. I use, I use your product a lot um, to sustain myself when I'm out in the woods or whatever else. I think I lived off of Nature Valley in uh, Colorado, <laughs> substituted a lot of meals with them. But anyway, Nature Valley. <laughs> and then the third snack was, if I can even remember, apparently not. It was good. Oh, it was fruit snacks. Underrated. Fruit snacks are underrated. I would say that uh, that was probably the hit for me, at least, just to find that. And that was the first time I bought fruit snacks, and I like I've been wanting to just to have, and they're quite good. I mean, they go out pretty quickly, but you can buy a box of them for pretty cheap. And it's like it doesn't have any nutritional value, allegedly, but they taste good. I'd rather have net neutral or net zero value than you know negative so i don't know i'm gonna go from here amsterdam avenue it was pretty i thought it was fitting to come to amsterdam avenue um the first my first visit to a, a weed safe weed legal new york i think that here's my prediction my bold prediction um that psychedelics are gonna make a huge um, I don't know if I should say comeback or what. They're gonna, they're definitely gonna emerge from their hiding place in terms of legality and uh, the whole, uh, you know, public debate and discussion has already shifted. So I think it's gonna just keep going in that direction. I think that psychedelics should not be criminal. You know, they're like they may be confusing for some people just like in a detached way. They might be dangerous in some situations if you have pre-existing mental health conditions that you're unaware of or aware of. But I will say that, what am I gonna say? I'm distracted by the street numbers. Um, I'll say that they're, be, they're gonna become more acceptable, I think, because weed went from, you know, a satanic thing to completely legal in, or not completely, but legal in multiple states in, in the U.S. in a matter of, what, 40 years? Um, I think just with their momentum, they're just going to pick up psychedelics, too. I'd love to be able to, you know, in the future, use low amounts in a legal and maybe supervised or at least just, like, not legally dangerous situation that, that's that's one big thing turning me off from them why uh, you know I wouldn't really want to do them just being illegal is not fun for me or I'm sure anyone who's like especially caught with it and then they go to jail fuck that dude that's my one swear I'm allowed, and I'm, I can still get a, a PG-13 rating. 
No, this show is definitely not PG-13. It's kind of weird how audio doesn't really have the whole rating system. Like, podcasts are either mature or clean. Same with music. But, uh... Movies have a whole, like, system. I don't know. Ratings are kind of limiting. Because the the more... I don't know. Conventional knowledge is that the more hard the rating, the less money you're going to make for various reasons. I think Deadpool proved that that wasn't true, but it's still sort of a... To appeal to, like, wide audiences and to get the most box office... They've been doing a lot of PG-13 stuff. They... I think I just smelled my first, my first and only whiff of weed of the day. That wasn't mine. Um, I think I'm going to drive somewhere. I'm good to drive now. But I don't know where. I definitely just want to like get out of this area. I've seen what I, wanted, <laughs> what I want and need to see. There's really not much left. Um, Columbia is nice. I'm glad I came. Now I can check that off my list and uh, move on with my life. All right, so let me... I, I can't... I think we're at like almost 40 minutes on the podcast. Um, it's 8.47 for me in my time in the past. I don't know. I think I'm going to end the podcast soon or now. Um, thank you guys for accompanying me. I, I wanted to do something. I, I haven't been podcasting a lot, mainly because I haven't been high outside by myself very often at all. I don't even remember. I think the last time I, I was outside and high by myself, it like I recorded the previous podcast. So you could do the math on that one. Oh, not really excited to drive in New York right now. I mean, it's late, but I don't think it really matters right now. It definitely isn't the rush hour, which it was when I came in. That was pretty bullshit. I mean, it's like expected and there's nothing you can do about it, but... <sighs> it's a great city. This is a great city. Um, and a great city to be high in, I think. I just gotta, like really think about where I'd want to go how worth it it is to come back like I think there's a frequency where it's worth it but I don't want to like overdo it because I do have stuff to do at home but I like being out here I mean there is stuff I could generally want to uh, see and do I haven't really assessed that like that list I don't know how accessible it is right now I'd love to, uh, at some point in my life, go to the Met High. Um, you know, I don't know how that would work. I think they they have a uh, a checkpoint system or like a metal detector system, <laughs> searching your bags and stuff. I don't think they search your person really, but. Uh, they wouldn't like ban me from there if I walked in with a, if I tried to walk in with a dab pen. I don't know if, uh, I mean, one day, 
<laughs> here's the real thing. Once I'm fully vaccinated, which I, I don't think I've mentioned yet, or it might have been the first thing I mentioned. Who knows? But I was vaccinated. I got my first dose. Yeah, my first dose, and I should be fully vaccinated by the end of May. So by that point, I could just uh, do do a bunch of edibles and ride the subway around the city, you know, and not have to worry about uh, uh, what's it called getting caught with anything. Again, not that it's illegal, so that's good. I'd rather just have a dab pen that's shorter lasting. Like right now, I feel so much better now that I'm sober and able to drive around or, you know, think clearly where I can go. But then again, edibles are kind of not the thing you want to do outside of a place where there's an established bathroom and everything. Because the bathroom is pretty important. Especially in the daytime when everyone's around. Whereas like at night, you could probably get away with peeing in the one of the parks. The, one of those massive parks in the city. Um, <laughs> next time I see you guys, I don't even know. I want to schedule another podcast soon, but I'm glad I recorded this so I can sort of lay off. I'm going to say I'm going to start editing the first episode of this year and this season relatively soon. Um, I got I got a whole bunch of stuff that I wanted to get done, done like uh, spreading across all the different platforms I can even you know fathom or find or whatever i think i'm pretty much covered at this point all the other obscure podcast platforms are just like automatically updated through apple podcasts or google podcasts or whatever it's like automatically indexed so that's done i do want to work on getting more guests but i do have a few guests uh worth of material to get out um and, you know, if I keep the schedule of once every two weeks, I think I can manage it. Just working on the podcast here and there, not like a one, a long marathon editing session, which I, I usually do. Although it only takes like two hours, and it is kind of better to get it all done in one go. But I don't know. Either way, expect more stuff soon. I mean, like, this will be probably months or weeks for sure into the season <laughs> by the time you hear this. And yeah, hopefully by the time you hear this, uh, I mean, th- this 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 uh, hope is probably not going to age well, but I do hope that we're back to some sort of, or back to the world that used to be to some degree um, before COVID. Just like, I mean, we're already there kind of with open museums and restaurants now, but um, there's some stuff that I think that we should, I don't know. It's not even like that we're trying to fight a, go- a government trying to restrict us from doing stuff. It's just the fact that this pandemic is killing people, you know, and getting people sick. And, you know, the sickness is really convenient, uh, inconvenient, um, regardless of how you slice it. I like that expression. Um, even if it doesn't kill you, even if you, it's fine, it just gets in the way for sure. And also there's the risk of like, oh, I'm, I, people have died from this. I don't know what's going to happen to me. I'm sure that's like a pretty existential um, type of horror that you don't want to experience. But anyway, thank you guys so much. Um, I'll catch you on the next one. I'll see what uh, what kind of adventures I get up to. And a lot of traffic.
I'm sure I'll let you know what goes on by the next one. So, peace and love, everyone. Hello. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Patrick's Green Tea on Patreon, Discord, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and Bandcamp, Patrick's Green Tea Podcast on Instagram, and Patrick Green Tea without an S on Twitter. If you donate at least $5 a month on Patreon, you'll get exclusive access to the Drunk Patrick Chronicles. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Supplemental materials like photos and texts are available on our website, patrickscreentea.com. You can join our subreddit at r slash patrickscreentea. You can make comments on YouTube and on the website, and you can contact me directly at patrickscreentea at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps us out. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.